Welcome to episode 32 of the Sports Cars Podcast. This week we will look back at 2023 World of Sports and have a little bit of a look at next year's seasons. Gentlemen, it's New Year's Eve, 2023, almost over. It's flown by. Absolutely flown by. We've we've had an absolute year packed full of sports, some pretty big events, some some pretty uh, awesome awesome sporting moments, and I think it's going to be uh, pretty good to wrap it up with you guys over the next sort of half an hour, forty minutes. Yeah, it's um, when you look back at the year and you've had rugby world cup. There's been a lot of boxing. You've you've had obviously the Formula One, which it probably hasn't been one of the exciting times. And then you've had probably one of the most exciting football seasons come to a conclusion that we've seen in many a year. Um, I think we've just missing a, a football in World Cup European tournament. And I think, you know, you've had the cricket, you had a cricket World Cup, you've had some fantastic golf and tennis majors going on. It's uh, an Olympics or a football in tournament would have topped it off I reckon to be, to be fair the women did get through to the World Cup final but they lost the same yes yes but it doesn't quite draw the attention that we get it doesn't it doesn't unfortunately but we have got Euros to look forward to next year have we got Euros to look forward to next year it isn't we it? have yes yes fantastic is it uh, Germany I believe I think so yeah or is it three countries that are sharing I, I think yeah I, th- I think Germany's one of them I think they're the they're the sort of main yeah I could be very very wrong so where should but... we start should we start with rugby being one of the more recent uh world cup yeah I do you know what I I didn't really watch uh rugby much before but to be honest with you I, I well I don't watch rugby anyway but I watched the world cup just because it was the event um and I think it probably was the biggest event of the year uh yeah. not necessarily in the world I think the cricket world cup with the viewing numbers that India pull in but I I really really enjoyed the watching the rugby world cup it's fantastic James did you yeah I Hi guys, you're right. Um, I did enjoy the uh, the Rugby World Cup. It was um, there was some good results in that, you know, with South Africa beating New Zealand in the final, and and some very close, uh, some very close games. But it was it, it was entertaining throughout. I don't think there was a game that wasn't very entertaining. It had everything really. It was, I think, it was great. Really, I think. So, so like you say, South, so South Africa, uh, obviously they they won. They they lost to Ireland in the group stage, thirteen eight. But they they beat France, England, and New Zealand in the in the, you know in the sort of knockout um, stages. Knockout stages. All three of them games, they only won by a singular point in each yes. game. Yeah, they did. Uh, and and against England, it was something like the seventy. 75th minute yeah Pollard yeah Pollard slipped a penalty over yeah yeah so they did the same against France they they, they were out against New Zealand so it wasn't didn't have the same effect but yeah so like like James says South Africa really sort of took it um 
took it to them. Ireland won the Six Nations earlier on in the year, which is coming around again in seven weeks. I think they will be favourites for that. They're in France again, so oh, Grand won? Slam, weren't they? Ireland last uh, this year. Yeah, yeah, and and they they had a fantastic game with France on the opening night. Well, I think it was the second game of the of the World Cup. So um, can't wait to see that again. Uh, Sale Sharks won the Premiership, um, who are currently top of the Premiership again, and. La Rochelle beat Leinster um, 29-28 in the European Cup final. Now, I'm I'm really sorry I'm not going to have this correct, but I'm, I'm 90% sure it was 28-0 at half-time to Leinster and La Rochelle came back and scored 29 points in the second half to win 29-28. De- decent decent half-time talk from the manager. You, you... <laughs> yes. Yeah. And 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 what's funny is that that was a repeat of last year's final, and um, James will know Ronan O'Gara, who's the uh, Leinster manager, and he were giving it the big in last year, and he started giving it the big in again this time round at half time, and then conceded twenty nine points in the second half. So <laughs> fantastic player, a lot to be desired for. I mean, he's done fantastically well with them, but yeah, he's um, looked a bit silly. So. <laughs> But um, yeah, Six Nations come round. Ireland and France favourites. I'd, I'd I'd take I'd take fourth place now for 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 Wales. I think I'm not, you know, England third, Wales fourth. Wouldn't I? Don't even think Wales will get fourth. Truth be told, uh, it, it's it's a stretch. But it's, yeah. um, as far you know, I, I'll I'll that's why I'd take fourth. I'm not gonna. Um, Grumble if we, if you know, if, if we sneak a third place, if we beat England, I don't, I don't know where our fixtures are. I think, I think we are at um, twerking them against England, do we? Oh, we are right then, yeah, maybe not. Then I'll take fourth, so yeah. yeah. But uh, what about some of the other uh, tennis? It was a big, big year for tennis, only two winners of the uh, majors this year. Uh, Carlos Alvarez and Djokovic, is it? Djokovic, yeah, they're the only two guys to uh, to Which win a major. Fair, it was a it was a Djokovic Alcaraz final at Wimbledon, and so so potentially Djokovic could have taken the uh, all the, the clean score, but no, yeah, yeah. it's uh, uh, it, it was great to see Alcaraz. Uh, win Wimbledon, obviously. We, we've seen the departure of the Venus sisters and we've seen the departure of um, Federer. Federer and Nadal earlier on. Uh, and, and obviously Novak Djokovic has been so dominant for so many, since about 2017, 19, something like that. Yeah. To see now Carlos Alcaraz coming out and winning Wimbledon is great. But then again, Djokovic has won the other three, so are we going to see a more even 2024, or is it just going to go back to kind of a Djokovic? Well, well yes, no, but let's not forget as well, Alcaraz is only 21, and Djokovic is 38, 39, 40 yeah, maybe, so, so, you know, in two or three years' time, we're only going to have Alcaraz, so I think let's just enjoy it while we've got it, because I can't see anyone that's going to really push him you know, he he's going to win a couple of majors every year. For, for yes, this. we do this every time. There's every time there's an up and coming star, so to speak, within anything. We big them up, we big them up, we big them up, and they never come through. I mean, you look at the in regards to tennis that what's her name, Emma Raducanu. Yeah, you know, I mean, she got a win in twenty twenty one at the U.S. Open, 
Yeah. As, as jack shit, you know, and, you know, we put them all up on these pedestals and yet they never, they never come through. And hopefully it doesn't happen with, uh, uh, Alcaraz. Um, Alcaraz, you know, hopefully, you know, cause it is, it's, you know, tennis is very much like, you know, formula one and things like that, where it's, uh, it's always Djokovic, 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 Djokovic. Now and again, uh, Nadal will pop up, but hopefully, like you said, Liam, he is young and we've got years of having something different. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm with you on the Raducanu. I know she's had a few injuries and stuff, hasn't she? And Jordan knows yeah. sort of better than me with that. But, but I know she's switching coaches again. I think that's been a problem. But yeah. I think we're safe with Al, 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 Alcaraz. I think I think this is, I think he is the deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're doing it in the, in the darts at the minute, aren't we, with that young lad who... Yeah, who yeah. claims to be sixteen, and he probably is sixteen. <laughs> is it you? Is it just me, or does the guy look fucking thirty-five years old? You know what I mean? It'll be funny. In in like the I, I never know when it was when when Barack Obama first ran. There was like two hundred million people demanding to see a birth certificate. Yet Luke Litter yeah. rocks up on the PDC World Championship claiming to be sixteen. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No I mean, the guy's got a beer belly. He's got a set of. You know, man boobs on him. He's got a bloody beard. He's full grown beard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sixteen. That's a bit far fed. Mind you, he does want to use his winnings to take his mates to Alton Towers. So I mean, that'll be a fair play. Thirty-five grand um, would at minimum yeah. thirty-five grand provided. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm thirty-five, and I think if I won that money, I think I'd take my mates to Alton Towers though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I won't take my family. I'll take my mates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what um. Did much happen in the golfing world this year, James? Well, you had that live um, live tour. Jordan's live a big tour. fan of live tour. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I I don't really I don't really mind it. To be fair, I mean, there was a lot of uproar with it all, and people, you know, oh, we, you know, it's, it's disgraceful that people are jumping from here to go there because that's where the money is. But we've said it over the last few podcasts that. If someone come up and said, "Yeah, we're going to pay you triple the money to do exactly what you're doing," you'd be a fool not to, you know. And you know, go for it. Do you know? Do you know what though? It's it's the live, and I know we've talked a lot about Saudi Arabia taking over the world, or the Middle East kind of taking over the world of just buying everything. But do you know what? The the the, the, the when the live first came out, it, there was uproar, and then eight months later, the PGA was talking about merging or or co kind of having a yeah. co tour, and. The uproar around, I can't remember when it was, maybe three years ago, when they pitched the Super League for mm. non-relegatable Super League um, yeah. for like Barcelona, Manchester United, etc. That's been relaunched last week with a completely overhauled idea and the company behind it, something like A24 is, is the name of the like media company that's kind of trying to pitch it. Um, they've re-pitched it and apparently it won't interfere with domestic leagues it won't be any uh there, there will be relegation and, and there will be promotion to it and stuff like that so there's uproar around live but then we got over it and there was uproar about the the super league and we got over that as well do you think if it was any other country other than saudi arabia that there'd be that much hoo-ha about it now we're all you know, as football fans as well, we always go, oh, blood, you know, over the years we've we've given it, you know, our oh, Man United, they this, they're that, you know, Fergie time. But, but in fact, we we're all just jealous and pissed off that they were winning everything. It's the same as Saudi Arabia. They've got the money, they've got the resources, they're doing it. But are we not just, are people not just pissed off that they're trying to take the, 
the shine from other people. And I, just, I don't see an issue with Saudi Arabia wanting to promote things and get things going. And surely that's probably going to be better for sport as a whole, really, getting more people interested in it. Yeah, no, good for them. I think I think the problem with that is the everything that was kicking off leading up to the World Cup. It's all the political side of things, isn't it? But I mean, yeah, there's the other there's other there's other countries out there that are not too dissimilar in their in the beliefs that they hold in Saudi Arabia. But you know, whenever there's the African Cup of Nations, no one keep up kick up a stink that Rwanda's in it. Yet they throw yeah. homosexuals to death. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's kind of tat, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We also did see the Ryder Cup this year in Italy. Mm, it was a good one. Yeah, very good. Always nice to see um, a Europe win with Fleetwood sinking that put as well, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's been a good year for golf. And like you say, I'm not. I'm not a live fan. I <laughs> I like my snooker. I like my Test cricket. Golf's golf, you know. <laughs> so, but. Uh, yeah, I can see why people go to it a three day game and not a four day game. So you're getting more money for 75% of the work. So um, it's not even three times the money for the same job, it's three times the money for <laughs> less work. So I do get it. I do get it. I'm just not a fan of it. Um, but talking to Saudi Arabia, boxing has had a big push over yeah. there. It has had a big push. I've, I've noticed the last few yeah. bouts, including obviously the most recent one. Or Saudi Arabia, and and yeah. is it Eddie Hearn must be earning a minute. fortune. Yeah, yeah. He must have gone from tens of millions to a few tens of millions more a year. Um, definitely, just in just in kind of not bribes. Bribes the wrong word because he's the promoter. But like, would you like to host TV your event in yeah. Birmingham, or would you like to hold your <laughs> in, in in Qatar? Yeah, that and that's literally it. That is what has happened. Um, it, it, it stemmed from the anti Joshua rematch after he lost to Andy Ruiz in uh, in Brooklyn. He went out to uh, uh, it was in Brooklyn, or was it in Madison Square? I think it was in Madison Square. Um, and then uh, the rematch over in Saudi Arabia, and that's sort of where it started. Which he did win last week against Wallin in the fifth <laughs> round on the same card. Deontay Wilder lost on points to a very impressive Joseph Parker, which throws the fury got pushed by Nganu, the UFC fighter, in, in Saudi Arabia a few months earlier. So it, it, it does leave the boxing division very wide open. I mean, it's all going to be fought out there. You know, these big boys are going to fight out there for the next few years now. So we're not going to see anything big over here, but... Do you know what? Um, from a from a time zone point of view, though, it's pretty decent because I think yeah. they like the, the the undercard starts at like five pm and and the actual main event like ten half ten at night. And yeah, it's, time. I remember yeah, where it's better than having it in Las Vegas, where the main event is at three yeah, four o'clock. You know I mean? Yeah, well, I think I stayed up for the uh, Mayweather um, Pacquiao fight all them years ago, and I'm pretty sure the ring walks were at, like twenty five past five in the morning. Yeah, same yeah. with uh, McGregor. Yeah, exactly. But this year, the boxing, you've had Zhang beat Joe Joyce, Dubois beat Miller uh, last week in Saudi Arabia on the undercard. There was like eight seconds to go and the ref stopped it. Um, and the people had Miller up as well. So, it, you know, that is a way to win. You've had two big fights in the middleweights with Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. in January, where Smith beat him very early and then Eubank beat him or avenges the, the loss in September. 
Canelo outclassed John Ryder and Crawford beat Spence, which which in boxing, you know, in boxing terms is Messi versus Ronaldo, Crawford Spence. It is the two pound for pound best fighters in the world. Which um I think will be a rematch this year. So there's a lot to look forward to in boxing. I just don't see much happening with Fury poised to fight Usich. Wilder lost to Parker, so AJ will probably still fight Wilder, but if he's lost to Parker, there's not really um, much pull on that fight anymore. So heavyweight division's gone a little bit backwards this year, unfortunately. <laughs> F1. I've spoken about a lot. It's been a, an interesting-ish year. Yeah, interesting-ish. I was going to say, like, yeah. it has been an enjoyable season. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy every um, Formula season, of course. But it's been a Max Verstappen absolute domination followed by Sergio Perez kind of second place. But we have still seen some 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 really great racing. We have seen um, some really, really impressive driving from Oscar Piastri, of which I am obviously a huge fan, um, driving for McLaren. McLaren turning it around, the excitement that we all had at the beginning of the season where Aston Martin started off like a like a like a greyhound and then yeah. fell back throughout the season. I think we've all kind of forgotten about Aston Martin being so yeah. dominant, but it has been great. Would I like to see the same in twenty twenty four? No, I wouldn't. So just quickly there, I'm curious because James knows a little bit about Formula One. It's not he's not very I think the last race that he watched was the first Singapore Grand Prix with me all them years ago when we had a barbecue. But um, <laughs> what's your so as a fly on the wall and you know, there's a big thing with Pete getting more fans into Formula One. You've just seen a year where drivers won nineteen out of twenty two. Nineteen races. out of twenty two, correct. Perez got two and then uh, Ferrari Fine, got the other got one. one. Yes, yeah. Does, does it would it interest you to see to, to to want to watch the sport, that but kind I'm, of domination. No, for me, for me, like you said, I'm not a massive Formula One fan. I don't know a great deal about it. But what does put me off from watching it is the predictability of it all. And yeah. it, I, I, I don't think that's ever. You're not. You're not going to have massive changes within Formula One that's going to make it a level playing field. You're always going to have the richest teams that have got the biggest budget, creating the best cars the fastest cars and it don't matter who the driver is and we can I mean there is a lot of argument to say that the best driver would need to drive the best car because of their ability but I don't you know you could stick Lando Norris in Max Verstappen's car and he'd still have a shout you know what I mean it's it's I would like to see more from is it Charles Leclerc and 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 that so would about you know, 15 million Italians <laughs> yeah yeah you know but I would I'd, I'd like to see to make it interesting, I would like to see other somebody other than Max Verstappen just dominate. Because it does get it does get it does get predictable. It, you know, you can sit there and watch a race for an hour and a half, and you know before the the flag has dropped, who's going to win? Yeah, and the thing just, is, the thing is, like the, pre- the I've got the Premier League this year. You've got Villa sat up there, Man City had dropped out. You know, Arsenal have dropped points in the last oh, few games sorry I was, going to, I was going to come back to that but yeah, um yeah. it's not yes you've got your your, your man city's your liverpools that are, are the rich teams but there's they still beat each other they still you know 
you, we're just not seeing that in Formula One. And no. like, like John says, the first few races of the year, Red Bull, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes. And as it went on, Aston Martin dropped down, McLaren came up. But realistically, that is what we saw for the season. The, yeah. the, the, no... the thing is, the, the top four teams have roughly 3,500 employees each. Okay. And the, 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 the way that Formula One is set up is there is technical regulations and the te technical regulations is a spectrum. You can have your side pods this wide or you can have it this narrow and it's on a slider and you pick and whatever you pick, it makes your car go zoom or not. If the FIA came out and said every car has to be identical, completely identical, and it is on driver merit only, they may as well sack 95% of all of those people because actually yeah. the, 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 the the joy of Formula One for a real fan who does follow on Twitter, formerly, formerly Twitter, and, uh, and Facebook and, and TikTok and, and using it's the development of the cars and it's like the, 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 the silly season when that was about entries and even Drive to Survive, it's about the whole thing. It's a, it's a it's a whole package. It's not just who's fastest on race day, although that is the most important thing. For me, it is an entire story that's told mm. out right back from the factory all the way through until the racetrack and the checkered flag. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get that. That's yeah, I, I do get that. You know, I mean, it was in that in that Braun documentary, wasn't it? When um, you know they there was a the double double diffuser or something. Or yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, no one else had thought of that, and they saw a loophole and they went with it. And I mean, look how well that team done that season you know all them seasons i get there's a whole story behind it i get that there's a lot going on other than what you see on race day but ultimately that's all that a majority i mean you've got your hardcore fans like yourself jordan that do follow everything and you know but a majority of the people watch race day yeah and it is just, yeah i yeah. see uh two two more years uh, or in 2025 on the current set of sorry, regulations, i.e. specifications. Um, and then we move into a new era, so a new technical regulation in 2026. Don't ask me what they are. Uh, don't ask me what the changes are. Assuming something to do with the engines and becoming more kind of... Electric, more, electronic more based. Electrical yeah. energy. Yeah, I was going to bring this electric thing up, Jordan, especially when you said, what, what are your thoughts on Formula E? Honestly, it is the it is diabolical. I'd rather watch the W series. Really, I it, honestly, Awful. it is terrible. It is not motor racing. It is it. Well, no, I stand by what I say. I don't know whether I sound like a knob or not. It is not motor racing. Like the way that they manage their batteries and they have to um they have to deploy at certain times it, it, it throws kind of a little bit of similarity to formula one but that is where the formula that, that is where the similarity and it is not exciting it doesn't bring in cash they should scrap it and then it should be in formula one and, and and it should just not be street races i do not get this fixation around street races no, exactly. It, it, but then again, you you've got you can't have a Formula One car, a Formula E car flat out around Silverstone up the hill, heavy braking yep. into into cops and then uh, and, and then Raskas and the, 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 it's an impossible thing for a Formula E car with the current technology to be able to do. Which is why, but who wants to watch it? It's not racing. Exactly. Nobody. So really quickly over in America. Um, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, which is their second in four years. The favourites again this year, they probably will. 
Las Vegas Knights got their maiden Stanley Cup win after only being a team for six years. Really impressive, really impressive. I went yeah. to watch one of their first games in Las Vegas and they th- th- there was hardly anybody in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just—they've never had anything. Now they've got like Oakland Raiders, you know, the uh, American football team. But they were always based around the area, and they already had a fan base. This was a, you know, as a, as a if a new team just popped up in the Premier League, who's going to support them? Because everyone always already supports the team. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I don't. You tell me, uh, Liam. You know a lot more than than I do about American sports, but it's not necessarily a. There's not a third fourth fifth division of of hockey ice hockey you, you ha- no you have like your feeder clubs but you you have a massive you still have it around college games where yes, same with american sure. football it's it's bigger than the actual nfl it's bigger than the nhl and things like that but you still have an interest in the so i know the Pittsburgh Penguins, their feeder teams, the Scranton Penguins. So they, they get picked up from local colleges. They go play at Scranton Penguins for a couple of years and then feed into the first team. So even if you support the Scranton Penguins, you're still a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, that's the road you take. So it'd be like playing Man United reserve, or they're not reserves, they're under 23s, and then into the first team. You, you support, you still have a team that you would, that goes up the chain. But it's not a, it's not a, a, you know, it's not a Doncaster Rovers playing League Two, and Rotherham are in the League. What it's, it's, it's they're just they are the same. Yeah, not franchise. not they're not the same franchise, I mean, yeah. but they are. Yeah, and I mean, going a bit off piece with it all, we all make we, we we kind of all have opinions on American sports, whether it is NHL, baseball, football, whatever. But you've got to take your hats off to those those players because I mean NHL and uh, and the NBL, the baseball, they're playing five five nights out of seven, you know, for months on end. They're playing, you know, a hundred games a season, and yet you've got our prima donnas that are complaining they're tired after ninety minutes. So you've you've got to, especially Amazing. NHL, not so much baseball, but I mean especially ice hockey. That's not an easy game. That is tiring. That is exhausting. That is brutal. Same, yet, same with basketball. You yeah, you, you, I think I think it's a hundred and if you go the full way, I think you can be playing a hundred and twenty something games a season. You know, and they don't and they don't play it over nine months, ten months like our lot. They play it, you know, over a six month period. So yeah, just, it is it is amazing. Just to circle back to a couple of th- conversation we we're having a couple of weeks ago. Remind me, there was a there was a baseball player that was had signed a ridiculous contract. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. what was that? Can you remember like the figures? Uh, like seven was it seven hundred million? Yeah, seven hundred million over something like thirteen okay. years. So yeah. I saw I saw this. I saw a, a follow up to it, and I don't know how true it is. I don't know whether you'd seen anything, but apparently it's not it's not seven hundred million divided by ten years. No, it's not. You get so he he's done a quite a separate thing. So I think he's done forty million up front, which is very common on these contracts. And then he's it, it's it's like his first couple of years is like thirty million a season. Then it's thirty five million, and then it's forty two million. Oh, that's weird. It's... That's not what I'd seen. Maybe it's different. But what what I saw was he was taking like a small salary, like five million dollars a year. But then at the end of his 10 years, providing he sticks with that team for 10 years and, and sees the contract through, then he gets a big lump sum of half a billion or whatever. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know, the, but, the, 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 but you're right. You're right. It's not a set, it's not a set amount. It's I think 2023, so guaranteed and then... I think 2023, we've seen a lot of change, like 
and and, and there's, there's, we've spoke about a few different contracts. We've got Messi and Inter Milan and owning part of the team and Apple TV rights and stuff like that. And then you've got Ronaldo and people going over to Saudi Arabia to play for ridiculous money. So contracts mm. aren't kind of they Lin- are, they're not they're not linear. The, yeah, no, exactly. They, they used to be. printed on, isn't it? Those, you know what I mean? It's you know a player will sign a contract for five years for. £350,000 a week or whatnot, and he'll score a goal, and he'll go around kissing the badge, giving it Billy Big Spuds, and the minute the manager says, you were shit, pull your socks up, all of a sudden he hates the club, he wants out, he wants... So contracts now don't mean squat, really, do they? Especially when they can sack managers and just pay them off. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that that's one of my biggest frustrations in football, that when a team is... Well, any, any sport, really, when a team is playing bad and they're not doing things they're so quick to sack the manager whereas if you said to that i think there was i think it was uh barry fry probably 20 30 odd years ago when he had peterborough or something or other he that they play shit they weren't good and he basically walked into the changing room after the game and said right none of you lot getting paid you're crap i'm paying you I wonder and if Sheldon Ten Hag's going to do that with a delinquence at man united because he's lost Man United will do what Man United do. They'll 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 chin off Ten Hag. They'll bring in somebody else, and they'll they'll keep the. He's lost the know, team. Really and team. He's lost the team, and, and and to me, like they're not a team. They don't behave like a team. They just behave like a lot of delinquent children. And absolutely, the team that the best managers, Pep, they inspire a greatness achieving as a team rather than individual glory. Yeah. And in vanity, like vanity is a massive part of, of today's society. Obviously, I've I've got Louis Vuitton. Well, I've got Prada. Well, I've got Gucci. Well, these guys drive, footballers always drive nice cars, but they're so vulgar with everything. Like yeah. the, the, the Man United guys just seem vulgar with everything. They don't seem like there for the football. They seem to be there for the paycheck to then yeah. buy the lifestyle that everybody I mean, desires. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just going completely off piece, but there you go. Manchester United players did used to play for the team and they, they weren't vulgar. They did used to play for the manager, you know, when you had Sir Alex in there. But it seems that over the last five, six years, it's just a, do you know what? I'm going to go to a team like Man U, take the paycheck, get the nice car, sleep with a load of women, happy days, you know? Well, I think as well, um, and this is purely speculation at the minute but Newcastle's been on a really bad run of form and there's been a bit of press around what's happened there around um, renting out hotels and and having parties in there and you know you've got a team that was yes they're individually they're famous but they're not necessarily popular at the minute you know you look at how they've gone on for the last 18 months they have suddenly become in the limelight and popular so (laughs) They're like what else is that for years, you know? Yeah, you know, could that could that be a thing here that's happening around Newcastle? They've they've suddenly the vanity's got to them and, and they're whilst whilst they're riding the high, having the parties. It's speculation, obviously, but Yeah. The, At the, the end of the day as well, you've got to remember that if either of you two misbehaved in your job, broke your contract or, or whatever, you, you would be disciplined or sacked. And I know we're talking about two completely different things, but You've got to have a certain amount of discipline, and you've got if you if your training's at ten, turn up at ten. If if there's no phones in the dressing room for three hours before a game, then that's the rules. And mm. they, there's got to be that respect. And this is your job, irrespective of whether it's a sport or whether it's fun or whether it's football, whether you enjoy it, whether you don't enjoy it. 
it, it's it's your job, and there's a, there's ridiculous amounts of money at stake for Premier so, League and, and sponsorship. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, if they, regardless of what you think of those those rules, you know, in, in my line of work, regardless of what I think of the rules that are being put in place or the regime that is being done, whether I agree with it or not, you do it. So you I, don't, I, I, you don't, I've, you don't go against it because going against it. Like it does in you know with these footballers, rugby players, whatever you know, it just causes absolute mayhem and chaos. I've been fortunate enough to be around changing rooms and play at a level where you know you you trained on a night and you had to have sliders in the showers, otherwise it was a fine. You couldn't have your phone on you in the changing room, otherwise it was a fine. Match day, not had your phone. So like John says, certain amount of time beforehand. You know, it's it's ten, fifteen, twenty pounds. But you know, even if even if it's a grand for these guys. They're on 300 grand a week. Yeah. It, it literally is, you know, for, for us, if, you, if you're racking up a couple of them a week and it suddenly becomes 50 quid a week, 200 quid a month, and, you know, it's, it's a little bit different to a grand a week for them. When, when you're earning 300, 300 grand a week, it is such... If it was 50p for us, people yeah. would do it. People would have their phones out. People would... Not wear sliders in the show. But is it a deterrent to threaten to not play them? Or even does Ten Hag, or even any manager, we're not just talking about Manchester United, but does any manager have the option to not play their, say, right. star midfielder because they are misbehaving? Probably not from a team. I don't think a player would care either because regardless whether the player plays or not, he can go an entire season without playing a game. He's going to get his money each week, isn't he? Regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I actually I actually heard the story as to why Roy Keane was kicked out of Manchester United all those years ago, a couple of weeks ago, and it's the first time I've heard it. And James will remember you used to have, do you remember they used to have was it called Fan Zone or something when they when they used to have a fan for each team, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Man United TV had a similar thing, and they used to they used to do a report on on the game that happened, and they used to get a player to give insight on the game back. Well, they lost They lost like 4-0 to like Newcastle. And it was Roy Keane who was given the feedback the following day. And he were like, yeah, he weren't good enough. Yeah, he wasn't good enough. It, none, none of these were good enough to be on that pitch in a Manchester United shirt, blah, 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 blah. And he basically hammered them, absolutely hammered them. And then Fergie came in and said, that can't get released. And, and, and they're like, why? And he went, well, because Roy Keane said this. Da, da, da. And... Um, He's pulled Roy Keane. He's like, you need to stop that from going out. And he's turned around and said, no, because it was true. So Roy Keane's let it go out. And then Fergie has come into the change rooms the next day and said, Roy Keane will never play for Manchester United again. And he didn't. And he was the club captain at the time. There is no is manager. In, there's no manager in the Premier League that would do that to their captain now. None. No, but that is what you need, in my opinion. You either yeah. need to encourage a team spirit or you need to have kind of uh, authoritarianism and I don't think in today's society like in any 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 society whether it's school or work or football or anything I don't, I don't, I don't think it'd work I think people are just laugh it off I think we live in a world now where if you're sacked you can get another job yeah especially anyway, if you've got a really good left foot five minutes James round up the football in 2023 belting absolutely belting um Manchester City, as most people expected going into the 22-23 season, were absolutely phenomenal. But without 
not just Manchester City as well. There's been a few highs and lows. My team, Arsenal, bottling it last year. They seem to be bottling it again this year. You know, the 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 demise of Manchester United, but also the 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 coming good of teams like Brighton and Aston Villa. The the points deduction. It's it's been a it's been a roller coaster year this year for for men's football. And for women's football as well, like Jordan said earlier on with the, the the women's World Cup as well, you know, it's it's been a really interesting year for football. And I think next year we're gonna see a lot more upsets in regards to the financial fair play rules. I think it will come back to bite City and Chelsea on the arse. I think your Manchester United are just going to go further and further down. And I can see teams like Villa, Fulham, Brighton starting to come good and actually contending for that top six and make it a bit more interesting up there in the Europeans. Yeah, it'd be nice to see that. I think, I mean, Fulham have been there before. They lost to oh, Atletico Madrid in the Europa League final. Villarreal. Here we go. Pardon? Was it Villarreal? I can't remember. But no, I do. I do. Remember, I do remember. David de Gea was in net, so I think it was Atletico. Mm. Um, you know, so Fulham have been there and they've been down the Championship, and then to get back there is fantastic. Um, Villa having a phenomenal year under Unai Emery, so yeah. come in and done the right thing. So it'll be nice, like you say, it'll be nice to see. I think, yeah, I think things will come back to bite. Bike City, I think. I think Liverpool have found a bit of form. The only problem is a couple of injuries, and I think they're out of it. They haven't got much strength in depth, especially no. in the front front few. So, no. I think Arsenal just need to find a bit of form, and they, they should. I mean, I, I watched the Arsenal game today, and I tell you what, Fulham completely deserved that today, as did West Ham the other week against Arsenal as well. Yeah. Arsenal, the last two games have been abysmal. Been... Can't seem to put the ball in back at net. No, no, they can have 50, 60 chances, but not get anything. They're just not. It's almost like they're going back in time and trying to play like they did under the early Wenger years, where mm. let's get it in the 18 yard box. And before we even look at having a shot, we must pass it 10 times. Yeah. Instead, when the ball lands at your feet at 20, 25 yards out, just have a crack. Yeah, it yeah. might go 10 yards over. It might do. But you know what? If you have 10 of them, chances are one of them is going to. Have a, you know, be a goal, or at least be on target. You know, just have a crack. But yeah, I don't, I don't think not just the Premier League this year has been interesting. I think the lower leagues have as well. The Championship with the the promotions of of Luton Town and Sheffield United coming back up as well, and you know, Wrexham getting out of the Football League and how well they're doing, along with Stockport County in League Two. You know. Uh, Leicester as well, how they're doing so far as uh, as well as Ipswich and you know my local team Norwich. You know they're they're starting to come good. Yeah, I think, I think the lower leagues as well are, are very interesting, and I think twenty twenty four for me is probably going to be a lower league football year. I'm going to watch more lower league football. Um, you know what? I, I I do watch quite a bit. And um, the, the, you've so last year you had Stockport and uh, so you had uh, Notts County and Wrexham go up Stockport the year before, and yeah. those three you know are, are running away with League Two at the minute. 
you know they've so to to it's a bit like they've done an Ipswich you know they've gone they've gone you know they're, they're looking at back to back which which mm-hmm. will be phenomenal so especially in those leagues where people can I mean look at Derby that they're still down in League One you can yeah. very easy to get very caught up in there so yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah it's um, it will be nice to see um, a few of those teams come good. Doncaster Rovers will be very lucky to be playing in League 2 next year not for the same fate as Wrexham but mm. um, yeah it's you know hopefully my club can get out of the championship I can't. I don't think that'll be our time next year but we, we, we're doing the right things. I, as I, 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 think, I think your team are maybe two or three seasons away from doing that. I think we, Blackburn, Blackburn will get there but I think they're two or three years away from it I think. You know? Yeah we, we're doing the right things again yeah. as a club not just on yeah. the pitch they're doing more you know, yeah. put more infrastructure around. So, fingers crossed. But we'll be back again next week. Uh, where? We, oh, oh God, there's always one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where we will look back and probably look a little bit more forward, and maybe maybe we'll put in some predictions for the end of seasons for yeah. Premier League for for rugby and things like that. So, yeah, uh, and 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 I'll have first dibs on Max Verstappen to win the Formula One. So. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll go against that. I can, I can see the winds of change are coming. Yeah, any, any other sport, and, I, and I'd agree. I, I, there's, there's room for jeopardy. I don't think there's any room for jeopardy next no, year. It's, it's and, and, and I'm a massive fan of Formula One. Jordan is probably more, especially this year, more interested in it than me. I've really not been. But um, I don't think we'll see anything other than that, will we? No, I can't see it. But... So, no, well, we will catch up next week. And we'll speak again. Yeah, guys. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Year. Bye. Bye bye. That's everything for this week. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week where we'll round up bit more of the week's sport and look forward to 2024.